It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Let's go to our next guest. He's been waiting patiently on the line. We welcome him back. In fact, we should start a slow clap for this guy. The great Tony Clark joins us. Uh, Coach of the Central Coast in 2022 and, of course, numerous premierships along the way with Woi Woi and also Wyong. TC, good morning, mate. Welcome back to the show. Good morning, boys. It's been a while, so it's a pleasure to be back on. Uh, firstly, I guess we've got to talk about last night. Absolutely incredible with, with a send-off in the game between the Rabbitohs and the Sea Eagles. Rabbitohs winners 40-22. to 22. Mm. My first comment about that match is, what a performance from Des Hasler's men. You know, it was 30-22 with about 10 minutes to play and such a gallant performance with 12 men. I mean, you and Buttes would know exactly what that feels like and, you know, Rabbitohs winners in the end, but well done to Manly. Oh, definitely, Steve. I think it was uh, probably one of the bravest efforts I've seen, actually. I've, I've got to be honest, I was um, quite disappointed in, um, in South Sydney, but uh, I, I think they're way off where they need to be. But, again, um, you know, being 12 men and, and still in the game with, you know, sort of 20 to go at, uh, or 15 to go, it was um, a very brave effort. But uh, I have no doubt that um, Lawton should have been sent off too. I just think it was, it was just black and white that he, uh, he had to leave the field. Yeah, look, I agree with you, Clark. When you look at the incident, um, it, it was clearly a lift and tackle. There was some momentum in the tackle, which I totally understand. And, you know, that if they end up going to the judiciary, it might be something that he comes up with. But he stayed in the tackle. He took him down to the ground. You know, you could say he was driving him into the ground. Uh, the position that um, Cam Murray found himself in, where he had no ability to protect himself. Uh, the bit that, you know, staggers me is that we've got someone uh, as well regarded in the game as Phil Gould saying that uh, because he wasn't injured, he shouldn't have been sent off. I'm going, you know what, if there is an injury from a tackle like that, it's generally a catastrophic one. Yeah, do you so want to show him Do you want to show him Alex McKinnon correct. yet again? We don't want to see that stuff again. We can't afford to see that in our game again, okay? And I just, it staggers me that someone of that standing in our game would make comments yeah, like that. It was millimetres oh. away from being tragic. Mm. It, it, it was, yeah, I cannot believe when I heard that this morning, I was arguing at North of Oka Beach this morning about it, and, and I cannot believe that Gould would, would even, you know, contemplate a, a, a anything other than a send-off. Because as you said, Michael, um, I mean, lifting tackle, yeah, but he, ha- he, he could have dropped out, let, he, let Cam go, which would have been dangerous enough. But when he drove yes. him into the ground, you know, that, that's uh, it's what Brandy Alexander said with, um, uh, you know, it was 1980 stuff, Michael, you know, it's... Yeah. Uh, it was disgraceful, and, and, and I just can't believe, we, you know, that we could talk about Google for a whole segment, lad. <laughs> you know what's interesting, Clarkie, and, and I look at this, I look at the tackle, like it was a left shoulder tackle, he goes in, and, and the position of the field where he was, I dare say he was almost expecting someone on his inside to be coming across, which you would generally expect to be joining that tackle uh, therefore, that sort of with that momentum and whatever else, it sort of saves the incident from happening. That didn't happen because of, for whatever reason. So it just meant that um, he went through with the tackle, followed it down, and yeah, Cameron Murray was very fortunate that he landed the way he did. There was no serious injury from it, and you know it'll be interesting to see how the match review 
committee uh, see that for uh, in terms of a charge? Well, I dare what, say do you, what do you think, boys? I, I think it would be a grade three dangerous throw. So how long's that? I, I don't know what it works out now because they've changed the system in terms of points and matches, but I think it would sit probably at a grade three. What about you, TC? Oh, no, I'm with Michael, and, and with Michael's experience, of course, with the uh, with, a, with a match review, I, I, I'd be going with that. I, I'd imagine that it'd be three to four weeks. You know, I, I don't know Lawton's record, and, and I mean, he certainly didn't mean it, but as Michael said, you know, you, 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 the, it was a strange tackle tech, you know, that close, you know, two metres out that he's bent, got low and um, and and, um, and driven the way he did. So, yeah, no, I, I don't think he'll be playing for a few weeks. Well, uh, you, you'd remember how easy that is to happen, though. Oh, of course, and, you know, and it was. You know, they're, they're much stronger these days, these players. You know, they can squat 200 kilos. So lifting a player who's got momentum and is running and, and all those things, that's not hard to do. You know the thing that really frustrates me, Clarky, uh, especially with the commentators, is time and time again where we see incidents like this and everybody keeps going, look, there was no intent, right? You know what? No one has any intent to go out and lift someone and throw them on their head, right? That part of our game is well and truly gone. The game's cleaner than it's ever been. I just wish they would get away from that intent. You know what? It was clearly careless, okay, and at the high end of carelessness. So, again, there's no intent. We, we get that. Oh, mate, in the 15 years I was doing that job, there was only one intentional high tackle that I ever saw. So from that end, I just go, you know what, the, the commentators need to have a, a really good think about what they're saying in terms of that. I couldn't agree with you more, Michael. Yeah, it's, it really is frustrating, mate. Now, look at it, you look at the uh, South Sydney side, mate, and you talked about how... You know, they, they haven't looked good, right? I think the loss of... Um, I think Luttrell. the loss Of Luttrell, I think the loss of Adam Reynolds is even more significant. Yeah. Because uh, yes. he's been outstanding for the Broncos, but his experience... And I feel for Ilias to some degree that he's a young kid who's coming in to this squad. Their grand final is from last year. And he's just a young kid. His first year in first grade, just doing his best. And, yeah, they you know, were lucky to beat the Bulldogs. Uh, they got lucky there with Marshall King sent off. They got beaten yeah. last week by the West Tigers, who thoroughly deserved their victory. I think they got lucky last night. Well, it wasn't luck. It was some individual brilliance from Thomas Burgess. Yeah, correct. And you don't lose. Well, you can't replace 12, 10, 12 years of experience in Adam Reynolds with a rookie. That's the biggest thing for me, Clarkie. Oh, 100%. I, 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 just, I still it defies belief that they let him go. You know I mean? They're talking about yep. salary cap pressure and different things, but, but it is. And you can see, mate, they've fallen into the trap and the teams that are... I call it the Sam Walker. Well, really, it's the Andrew Johns effect because you're going to get to see how poor um, Newcastle are in this, in this uh, offence situation where they think they can play off the cuff. Like, it, it, it just drives me nuts. Like, like, Newcastle are horrible. South are horrible. Canterbury are horrible. Because they all think, <laughs> they think. No, but they, they, they're thinking that, oh, they'll, they'll, you know, eyes up, eyes up footy. Like, Joey yes. talks about it all the time. There was only one Andrew Johns. And he, you know he could do it. But, but we've got it. We've got it. Because okay. the defensive systems are so well organised, you still need to attack from a point. You know, and, and, yeah. and uh, it, it just it frustrates me no end. TC, uh, I just heard in the news they said Penrith cruised to victory against the Gold Coast. Oh, they were down 4-0 at half-time and a real clunky performance from the Premiers. Your thoughts? Oh, definitely, sir. I, uh, I, caught, I caught the second half. And, um, yeah, very surprised. I think it was... Uh, but I think they've equaled their last year's record of being eight, eight, uh, eight consecutive victories. I'm, I'm sure that is what they did last year. So they're probably, uh, you know, probably going to have a little down performance. But... Um, 
the thing I love about Penrith is, is they've just got that um, energy, you know, from Nathan Cleary or Jerome Lulawai, you know, or, or someone just changes the whole momentum of the game. So um, clunky, but uh, again, you know, a pretty comprehensive victory in the end. You know what, Clarky, you know what they've got, right? And for me, and you touched on it earlier, just before the break, about teams that want to play off the cuff, right? They're very structured, the uh, Penrith Panthers, but they've also got the ability to play off the cuff. And the reason that is, is because, and similar with the Melbourne Storm, okay, is because their basic skill set is so good, right? Their execution of their plays is so good. So when they get that opportunity to play off the cuff, Everybody just rolls forward. You know what? You watch the Melbourne Storm. Gee, I'm glad you mentioned them. Sorry to interrupt yeah, you. It's Melbourne Storm, unbelievable. Se- 70 to 10 in the Anzac points. round. 54 points in the second half. Unheard of. Like, yeah, but absolutely ridiculous. It all comes off what you said. They, like, they, they, they playing, earn the right to play. Correct. They, they are yeah. playing flatter than any other team in the competition. You watch their structure. They are flat. When they need to put their plays on, they'll be deep and they'll have the depth that they need. But when they're just coming out of their line, they play flat. They look for the offload, and then they play off the cuff. And I think that's because they've got such a thorough, uh, comprehensive uh, understanding of their basic skills, and it's just so apparent. Couldn't agree more. That, some of the tries they scored, I honestly got out of my chair and, and applauded on uh, yep. on Anzac night. That, that, because exactly what you said, that their belief in their systems and their systems work, and they, and they can play off the cuff, but there was one that... I think Justin Holland uh, scored. You know, Pappenhausen took it, and you could just see that they built a number for him, and everyone knew their role. You know, and, and it's a pleasure to watch. Absolute pleasure to watch. You're, you know what? And, and that's the other thing is they've all got roles, they've all got responsibilities, and they all understand if they do it right and execute it properly, that they are going to seriously threaten the defensive line each and every time. And clearly, you know, they've got it down packed. They've got a master coach in, in Wayne. Uh, sorry, in Craig Bellamy, and it's so apparent. Um, mate, I look at the, the Thursday night game, Broncos versus yeah. the Sharks, 16 points to seven. Sharks go in at halftime, 7-6 up. If any team was clunky uh, so far this weekend, it was the Sharks. Uh, unfortunately for them, I think they're a very good side. and I, I love what Nico Hines is doing, but I just found that they were a little bit off. Just their execution wasn't where it needed to be, and, and that resulted in a loss for them on Thursday night. Yeah, no, definitely, Michael. The, the, the thing, and let's give the Broncos some credit too. I mean, they yes. had such resolve in their D, and 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 and, and it took the time away from Nico, took the time away, um, uh, you know, from the from their playmakers. And, uh, and and I was I was really happy for the Broncos actually because they they showed, as I said, some resilience and resolve. And uh, um, you know, it, it, it's a big win, and hopefully that'll you know kickstart them. And and um, and Kevin can you know get a couple of wins uh, under uh, under his belt because it um, you know we we do need the Broncos to. Uh, to be a force in our competition. TC, uh, last week you were at a coaches' conference. I believe Mal Meninga was there. Was Neil Henry there as well? And tell us more about it at Sydney Olympic Park. Yeah, it was um, it was a it was a wonderful conference. Steve, an initiative by the New South Wales Rugby League in conjunction with the NRL. It was a leadership conference. Everyone from uh, every, from every region in New South Wales attended. Uh, we had head coaches as I uh, look after the Central Coast area and then, um, you know, strengthen the conditioning coaches and, and, and the manager of the areas. We had, uh, it was facilitated by the great Adam Perry, 2004 Canterbury uh, Premiership winner, mm. Steve What a champion man, yeah. Adam is. Yeah, um, I love the nugget. We had... Uh, we had um, uh, Neil Henry uh, is is the, uh, the the head coach. They're doing a wonderful job. I mean, I've, I've 
don't get, you know, I'm, I'm quick to criticise on uh, on what we could be doing better. But as a game, this initiative, which is which is an Australian first, um, they they had a uh, a trial run in Queensland last year under James Hinchy, who was with the Broncos for years. Uh, James ran it on on the, and their their numbers have risen dramatically around uh, South East Queensland in participation. So what it what it entails is it, it's for the for the 13 to 15 year olds that aren't in a rep program, so they're not playing Harold Matz or uh, you know Andrew Johns Cup or, or SG Ball. So what we're what we're looking to do is skill these kids up um, so that they have some confidence going forward, and, and hopefully you know they stay in the game a little bit longer. Um, it was a, an idea put forward by Mal. Unfortunately, Mal couldn't make it due to COVID. He, he was allowed to pull out, but uh, um, the Rise program. Uh, is something that he developed in conjunction with Brad Donald was there, the Jillaroos coach, champion bloke mm. Brad, um, the, the women's coach. And they developed, um, because they did notice there was a little bit of hesitancy, hesitancy around the kangaroo jumper, which was which I nearly fell off my chair when they said that. But Mal um, has, when he began the journey as, as a Australian kangaroo cho- he, uh, coach, he, he asked the players about where they'd come from. So Rise is routine, identity, socialise and evolve um, with, uh, you know, develop a, a consistent approach to what you're doing. So it, it's a holistic approach. I know I'm going on here a bit, boys, I'm sorry, but it's a holistic approach because we have uh, life skills, you know, strength and conditioning. We had, um, in conjunction with the Griffith University, Professor Alison Waters has done a specific NRL program for, for the kids coming through. Uh, and, yeah, it was... I, I, I could talk about it for an hour because I come away driving home on Sunday night just going how good is that, that our game is is being proactive in, in keeping because the NRL clubs have finally realised that without you know you don't water the roots you're not going to get the flower so that's where mm. we need you know participate and we need strong community rugby league Michael and, and you know you've got to be proud to play first grade for a while be proud to play you know and aspire to that so so hopefully we can we, we start in a couple of weeks it's it's five sessions between now and September um, it's only one a month, and, and we've opened it to the, the 13, 15-year-olds on the coast. And the other thing it does, as being appointed head coach, I will have uh, three league coaches under me, um, and then we, we, we have put an invite out to all junior coaches in that age group to come and to come and be part of it too, just to you know, to ideally skill them up a little bit too. Yeah, speaking of local footy in the men's comp last week, Wyong winners, 18-16 over the Colts. Terrigal, 32-12 over the Berkeley Vale Panthers. The Entrance Tigers, 20-12 winners against Tookley. And Erina, who led the competition last year, I, I believe they were undefeated under Dane Allen last year before the competition was called off. 36-18 against Woi Woi. I know we've got to go to a break in a moment, TC, but what are you hearing after round one of the competition? Uh, very, very impressive Erina uh, Eagles' performance, Steve, um, because Woi Woi are chock full of under Toby Marks, chock full of of young players, and uh, yeah, very impressive. And they said that the Kingcumber, Kingcumber Wild game was a, was of a very high standard, and um, you know could have gone either way. So yeah, here's, here's hoping that we you know we see some good footy throughout the year. Yeah, sounds great, mate. And your so your head coach of Central Coast in 2022. Yes, yeah. So it's it's the, the head coach of the Central Coast region, um, and uh, we uh, on May the 14th we have a, a another another seminar on the coast with um, my development coaches. Um, to, to upspeed them on, on what, what the program entails. So, yeah, yeah, we're... Uh, and as I said, I'm just... I'm really excited about, um, you know, being able to help, uh, hopefully, help rugby league, you know, not so much grow at the moment, but just sort of stabilise our numbers. 
You know what it means, Butes? You know what it means? TC being head coach. He's a big dog. It looks like Butes is asleep at the wheel. I'm good, It mate. means I'm a here. standing O for our great nah, mate, Tony Clark. Why wouldn't we? Super stuff, TC. Great to talk to you and enjoy the rest of the weekend. And I'm sure there'll be a role for Michael Butner. Very, very close at Aaron Arazel in a couple of Monday nights. So I'll be in touch with you. <laughs> leave, those, leave my Monday nights free. Yeah.